Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. How's it going, guys? We just rolled out an exciting familiar of the year that no one worked on except for me. Yay! And it took for fucking ever. You did some of the stuff today, Hot Stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, and I've tested it a little bit, but it was, it was mostly the dev team. Work. Yeah, the dev team did a lot of testing work. They were pretty hardcore. But that's a good sign because people were really enthusiastic about testing it, which means I think that people are going to be really enthusiastic about playing with it. Yay. Yeah. Um, that is always a good sign. And the leaderboard is already full of dudes doing real badly because nobody knows any of the tricks yet. Nobody has unlocked any of the spelurks. <laughs> that's the term of flag that i use to store the spelunking perks good good it's called spelurks uh guys guys yeah do you feel do you feel good now that you've finished a major project i kind of do yeah it was weird it didn't suddenly now <laughs> that i'm t- talking and, yes. and making an attempt to be vivacious uh <laughs> i feel pretty good about it uh i was just real tired uh between the time when it rolled 45 minutes ago and now um, that I did a terrible job of estimating how long it was going to take me to finish this stuff. Like the amount of stuff that I was planning on doing in one day ended up taking four pretty hard days. Hmm. And what the F was that just art and like final writing bits or was that? Yeah. Just art and writing. I mean, there was there are a lot of little nooks and crannies of writing, though, and like making yeah. all of that, making all of those actually kind of little funny jokes, I think, is a lot of work. A lot of them are not funny. A lot of them are actually <laughs> just fairly straightforward descriptions of things that are happening. But there's there's enough that's funny that I think it's probably okay. Uh, yeah, but I hope that it makes any sense to people who don't play Spelunky. <laughs> That is that is a little bit of a concern, but they'll catch on, I think. They will, and I mean, I think part of the reason that Spelunky works is because its themes are so universal. You know, you're a guy with a fedora and a whip, like the right. universal theme. <laughs> like, that was in the Bible, right? Sure, yeah. There's uh, Abel? And lo, spaketh he, this belongs in a museum, but a museum did not exist, for it had not been invented yet. So lo, did he inventeth the museum and put it in it. The, that was Is that in, before or after all the begatting? That's after the begatting, mm-hmm. I think. Somebody had to begat that. Somebody he had to, somebody had to begat. begat Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. And Methuselah begat Zebediah and Zebediah begat Indiana Jones. <laughs> Do you get the what? sense that the the whatever you recover from the Spelunky game, you're taking to a museum? I don't know. I, I think mm. the fact that it puts a huge Poncho. dollar value on it yeah. <laughs> uh, indicates that you're probably just selling well, it. Well, I mean, to... maybe that represents the grant money your foundation sure. receives. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I thought it would be funny to just light this candle and turn the lights off, but I think I'm actually going to turn the lights on in the studio because okay. this is creepy. <laughs> Were you guys having some sort of seance, maybe? God, I, I came in the room and said, and, and Zach said, isn't this romantic? And I was like, yeah, it's also real creepy. And now it's even creepier because you said it's romantic. <laughs> uh, we found this uh, when I was going through stuff in the garage. I found the box of things from the Feelys packs, including what I think used to be a candle. I mean, it definitely used to be a candle, and I guess it technically still is. I don't know what shape it used to be, but its current shape is bottom of the plastic bin shaped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was originally like rectangular. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if you remember those uh if you remember those like wax 
things that we nearly killed ourselves with. Uh, they were like sort of, I don't know, like a paint stirring stick, but a little bit net less broad. Okay. Sort of like rectangular long. This was just a candle that I think Riff was using to heat his little crucible uh, for the wax seals. Oh, or using oh, it to have a okay. flame going. That, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. It is just a candle. Uh, okay, but, but it wasn't the wax. The wax with the wick. No, but, some of that wax was still in there. We didn't end up using a lot of that because it took way too long yeah. to do one. So we ended up using those um, glue colored, gun yeah, colored glue, glue, glue sticks. Yeah. yeah, they made like opaque red glue sticks that looked great. Yeah, like they were, they were real good, totally acceptable. Yeah. They were not as nice as the original ones, but no one knew that. Yep. and they. Uh, they were actually, for some circumstances, a little nicer because they weren't – they were rubberier, so they, they, they were stronger stain. than – well, they didn't stain and they didn't They definitely crack. came off in one piece. Yeah, yeah. the way yeah. that – so they were safer for being packaged and shipped. That said, I don't know if you could get them off without fucking up the paper. Mm, I don't know. But maybe you didn't need to. I don't even remember what that thing was. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if wax seals made a lot more sense when everything was just written on sheepskin. Hmm. Or written on wax paper. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first kind of paper they invented. So what was the what was the name of the guy that did that Spelunky? Spelunky guy? Derek U. Derek U. Yeah. Right. Have you met him? Do you know him? Uh yeah, we like we I yes and no. I've met him, but I don't know him. He uh we got sort of sideways invited to a party at his house once. I was like, I'm Zach. And he was like, I'm Derek. And I said, thanks for having me at your party. And then he went back to talking to the important people. <laughs> well, should... I mean, I think the important people were like Colin Northway and all of Hot Stuff's friends. <laughs> you should tell him that we did this thing. I'd yeah. be interested. Yeah, no, I think he would probably think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and here, uh, sorry that I ripped off the art of whoever did all your art. <laughs> I don't know if looking at a thing and then drawing... <laughs> A childlike approximation of it counts as plagiarism or theft. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like it's more an homage than. Yeah, plagiarism. certainly. Because you're not trying case. to. I was going to say you're not trying to sell this, but. Yeah, I but I am. That's the are. weird. That is <laughs> yeah. a weird thing, right? Mm. Um, huh. That's a good point. Yeah. I, you know, so I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I don't. I don't think that. We're operating at a scale that we would be in anybody's radar, even if Spelunky was owned by Microsoft. Yeah. Right. Or whatever. Um, yeah. Because we have mining in our game and Microsoft hasn't come after us. So mm-hmm. I think we're yeah. okay. Yeah. There's that one guy that just goes from mine to mine crying <laughs> that we call the Mines Weeper. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. Oh, um, so something that I want to get out of the way because we haven't done a normal show really since the beginning of the year is I wanted to talk a little bit to sort of address the complaints about the leaderboard stuff. Oh, wow. Um, I forgot that we hadn't done a regular show. Jesus. Yeah, no, it's been been almost two weeks. I'm not talking about the standard limitations. I'm not talking about the expiry of old items of the month because that has been talked to death. And the, now you're going to start to see because now we're actually committed to the constraints in a way that allows us to make new cool things like Chateau Montaigne. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the leaderboards. So because the only thing that actually went away was the leaderboards, that is all I'm really going to address in this. Like there was a lot of pissing and moaning in that thread about a lot of stuff that wasn't the leaderboards. 
the reason that I got rid of those leaderboards is basically that they existed in one of three states. And those three states were, um, like, say, the soft core no path and the hardcore no path boards, each of which was entirely dominated by one person. And they're two different people. Those two people are both kind of upset that the leaderboard got taken away. That makes a lot of sense. But <laughs> they're only two people. And I would argue that those leaderboards were only fun for two people, the two people that were on them. And to everyone else that looked at them, they were either depressing or a thing that indicated to that person that, oh, nobody plays this game if this is what the competitive scene looks like. Or they were alienating because they were like, well, I'm never going to be good at this game because I'm not <coughs> transplanted Entwife or Draco Cracona. And so I'm sorry, and I understand that those two people are upset about the removal of those leaderboards, but I still believe that it was the right thing to do. The second type of leaderboard that there were was things like the Bad Moon leaderboard or the Dietary Path leaderboards where they basically just served as a list of all of the runs of that type that had been done in the last 60 days because every run hit the leaderboards. And as mm -hmm. such, the list of every run is still there, right? That information is still accessible if you look at the most recent Ascensions leaderboard that I made to go underneath the standard Ascension leaderboard in the museum. The third type were ones with basically no one on them, hmm. right? Like boards that just like the softcore oxy boards, many of which were just blank. And those again, are those are also this. That's like a subtype of type two because it just means that nobody was doing those types of runs. Right? Yeah. So I mean, so it, <clears throat> I understand. Listen, I, when you say that you are sad that the leaderboards are gone, when you say that it feels as though I am insulting you or belittling you or saying that I don't appreciate your business. I think, I don't think that you're lying, but I do think that you're wrong. And I do think that you are, you are falling for a pretty common sort of foible in human thinking, which is that you don't really care about a toy until your sister is playing with it. And then you suddenly really, really, really want it. Like you don't have to piss until the toilet breaks and then you got to piss so bad you can't stand it. Nobody. I'm not going to say that nobody cared about those leaderboards, but I am going to say that not nearly as many people cared about those leaderboards as are complaining about them. Mm -hmm. And I wish, and I never would have done this. I never would have actually committed the, computing resources to do this, but I wish that it had occurred to me a year ago to track the last time a given player looked at a given leaderboard so that when somebody said, oh, I'm, I miss those leaderboards, I could say, well, if you miss them so much, it seems like you would have looked at them at some point in the last year because I almost guarantee that you didn't. And I am of the opinion, and people can disagree with me, and in fact, I think maybe Hot Stuff disagrees with me in, in, in some cases about this, that a weak leaderboard is worse than no leaderboard at all. I, I, I don't that, disagree with you that a weak leaderboard is <clears throat> is bad, but I, I think there are other ways of doing dealing with it rather than getting rid of them. Like, I like, I like having lots of leaderboards, um, but I would probably make them more... I would just get rid of the like the sixty day rolling uh removal or whatever. Like so that like it was just a. Would you support then like, doing that for all old paths? 
Because that's the thing. Like, nobody gives a shit that there aren't Bees Hate You <clears throat> leaderboards. Nobody says, no, you because don't we... care about people playing Bees Hate You because there are no leaderboards. There are no current leaderboards for Bees Hate You. No one feels that way. No. And that's because it's not reasonable to feel that way because of what happened. Right? Like, Those basically, we had, we had a situation where, though, right? well, like... they, but they are, you're right that they are different because they existed longer, I guess. It's, they're yeah, different I mean, it's, this because, is a historical, it's sure, a historical they're different. Precedent. They're different because they're older, but that's, that is a part of why I didn't feel like the current state, I didn't feel like the post, I did not feel like the 2014 state of the museum made a lot of sense because we have, 25 of these things and there are leaderboards for the most recent one and the first three hmm. right, right. No, I, I, I mean you don't i think that you are i think that you are like analytically correct about all of this i think that w the problem is that people just have a lot of emotions wrapped up with these kinds of things and it makes them indescribably sad not like, in, indescribably not in the the sense of right, like but it, hugely, it, 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 but it's like sad they, in a way that they can't really articulate. Yes, yeah, and and so they kind of thrash about because like they they remember no, a I, time when they when they when it was really important to them, and the fact that it, it was right. there for them to look at any time if they wanted to was like this and security I think blanket of some kind. A lot you, of you know the people, I mean? but I know, I know, I know, and I know that you can't reason a sad person out of being sad, right? right. I mean, unless it's yourself. Which sometimes well, works for me. Yeah, I was gonna say like, <laughs> but that, that only works if yourself for and people. also a robot. But <laughs> it, like, I honest, I really do believe that most of the stories that people told, and that's the thing that I actually liked about that thread was people telling stories about like, no, no, no. Here's a time when that leaderboard was really important to me. I'll bet that time was not last year or the year before or the year before that. I'll bet that time was back. When before those leaderboards made like more sense before mm -hmm. challenge paths, before all of the, and, and again, every time I bring up competition, people say, but I don't care about competition. So you shouldn't have done this to me. If you don't care about competition, then you don't care about the leaderboards yeah, because that's, that's all they are. Yeah. That, that right? is a little weird. That, that argument falls pretty flat for me. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, and the, <clears throat> the, the, so right. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, I think it's just an emotional thing, and I don't know that there's any way that we could have approached it that wouldn't have tread on somebody's nerves. Like, so do, doing it the way you did, which was just pulling the bandaid off, is probably best in the long run. It's just you're, you're going to have to deal with people sort of, sure, you know, yelping for a while because it hurts, and then you know they'll they'll figure it out and they'll they'll get over it but i mean you know i don't think that anybody can tell us that it is a bad idea to steer people towards the things that we are working on the most mm -hmm. right to steer people towards the the experiences that we are trying to make sure are the best experiences that we can deliver and you know it's working like with the exception of like, like if you took Sneaky Pete out of the equation, there are more people in, there are more active players in standard right now than in all other paths combined because like it worked, the carrot worked right. and there really was no stick. People are describing removal of the leaderboards as a stick, but the removal of the leaderboards was janitorial work so if it was a stick it, it was, was it was a stick on a mop <laughs> and not you know a stick that we hit anyone with <clears throat> that's yeah that's interesting i because because and i just i just know that this is the truth in the same way that 
a lot of people during various periods of KOL's history insisted that the leaderboards that we provided were not the real leaderboards, that KOL DB was the real leaderboards. If those leaderboards continued to exist in the museum, there would arise a faction of people who insisted that the fourth floor leaderboards were the real leaderboards and that the ones on the ground floor were just some bullshit that we were trying to push on people because we're all cash grabby. And I also like, I wonder how many of the people who are effectively saying this in the forums would look us in the eyes and say, I want to continue to be able to do everything competitively because I gave you $10 five years ago and I don't want to have to give you $10 now because I don't think it's a good idea to placate someone who says Mm -hmm. that like in in terms of the long-term health of the company, we have to be able to sell new items of the month to people. And all of this stuff is in the service of being able to do that. You know, we got to eat, we got to pay people's insurance. We got to fix the toilet. (laughs) Yep. Riff, if you would just, if you just cork to that up, like I had suggested, (laughs) we could have saved so much money. Wait, are you talking about his bum hole or, I, the, to- I am. or the toilet? Okay. I'm talking about his bum hole. <laughs> okay. I just uh, I just keep eating food. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, you could also just stop. Just stop eating. Doing that, yeah. All yeah. your problems would be over. It's true. Uh, do you guys want to answer some questions? Hey, Kangdom of Lotherb. <laughs> sure. sure. Listeners. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> that was not the place I wanted to go. Are you going to keep using that voice? I don't think so. I don't think I can keep it up. I don't think that I could even finish one sentence with that, con- <laughs> that accent consistently applied. Quine says, I love all the new adventurers you compete against at the tower. Care to describe the kingdom's new class and guild structure? Are all these guys in separate <laughs> classes and guilds, or do they fit into existing ones? Uh, also, who would win in a fight? Mr. Loathing, the Mastermind, or Seanery the Con Man? I, they mm. would, I think, be perfectly evenly matched. Yeah, it would be just difficult. be an eternal stalemate. <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't sure, and I actually don't know if we did this or not. We probably didn't. Chris Moyer's suggestions for these guys, because I just had everybody brainstorm new new guys for every bucket. That was really fucking hard. Yeah, that took a lot longer than I thought to just come up with. Okay, what is a muscle class that is hot aligned? What is a muscle class that is sleaze aligned? What is a moxie class that is? What is it? Where it got real stupid was what is a moxie class that was muscle aligned? What is a muscle (laughs) class that is mysticality aligned? Like I was like, oh, right, I did not think this through when I when I designed this structure. Um, All of Chris's muscle classes were about animals. All of Chris's mist classes were chefs. All of Chris's moxie classes were about music, and Hmm. I had not. The fact the fact that both muscle classes were about animals and both mist classes were about music, I thought of as cooking. One hundred percent of mox classes were about music as one hundred percent of coincidence. The fact that mist classes <laughs> were about food was an axiom, but the fact that muscle classes were about animals was a coincidence, and that's weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we didn't. I feel like there were a lot of mist classes things that were suggested that were not about food, and I think. I only used food ones. I don't remember. I think. 
that none got through that weren't about food. There were certainly muscle classes that weren't about animals and yeah. moxie classes that weren't about music. In fact, I don't think any of the moxie classes yeah, are about Most of the moxie music. classes are just about stealing. Just about thieves, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was nice that all of us had sort of representation in that in the final yeah. list because yeah. everybody had you know some unique funny ideas yeah chris is cheetah man everybody yeah. everybody's gonna fight cheetah mans because everybody gets the initiative contest <laughs> i i think people like the tower because it seems like they would be complaining about it if they didn't <laughs> um and i'm you know finally starting to see some people saying like wow this is like this is really this tower is really cool <laughs> um <clears throat> Melon Squeezer says, Jick, I came across a website that procedurally generates amusing characters. Yeah, that's uh, who the fuck is my D&D character oh, yeah. com. That's is that the funny. like backstory generator? Sort of. It's one. Of, it's this seems like a product of the what the fuck should I have for dinner thing. I would prefer it if it wasn't so vulgar. <laughs> that is a thing that I, I I appreciate it for what it is. But I would prefer one that I could show a child. <laughs> Um, well, I think you just need to hang out with more vulgar children. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Knud says, hi, guys. I've been listening to so many podcasts while commuting to and from work that I'm reading this in Jick's voice while I type. Two questions. One, what part of the game have you worked the hardest on that you've since had to remove or revamp? Huh. Hmm. The answer to that at the end of 2015 is going to be the level 12 war. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't feel like there has been... There is nothing that looms in my mind that feels like a significant amount of wasted effort because most of what we do is so additive. Hmm. Revamps don't tend to take away content. They don't the, tend to take away. The Whitey's Grove quest. Yeah, really that's true, really? I guess. Okay, completely sure. But that was like also not like a shitload of work, right? <clears throat> I mean, it was. we spent a few days on that and it was fine. We spent a bunch of time on a night incomprehensible scheme for the Merkin deep city true where there were all of these guards that you had like a certain percentage chance of getting a guard instead of a normal combat in the library or the gymnasium or whatever the gymnasium used to be the Coliseum. No, I guess it was always the gym and the Coliseum, but, um, depending on which outfit you were wearing. And we spent a bunch of time trying to figure out how to actually make the logic work for that. And it kind of worked out and it kind hmm. of respected plus and minus non-combat. But then we ended up just scrapping all of it. All of that deep city work. I don't remember if. Are there still the skills that you learn by using the dodgeball and the dragnet yes there are so none of that got, <clears throat> i think a lot of that logic got redone the thing that i'm thinking of is all of our holiday content and our world event stuff that is just like it was just a one-time thing right like yeah. the um the, invasion, the observatory yeah right like all of that stuff like those those have all been collectively a lot of work but we probably have spent a year of our of kol's development making all of those things you know all the various oh especially if you count crimbo yeah, yeah right yeah. and but that's just you know okay, and you so can't I feel like see any of it right we like, have that's spent, all just gone but i think we've spent a year you can see it in the wiki <laughs> we've spent <laughs> a year we've spent a year doing that kind of stuff if you include crimbo but we've probably spent 
a month doing that kind of stuff if you don't. Maybe. I mean, there's we've done a bunch of world event stuff, I guess. I guess it depends on how you're dividing the man time up too. Yeah. If you're if you're saying that each of us working for a week, if four of us working for a week represents a month of work, then certainly. Uh, two, funny idea. You guys have found other interesting ways to demonstrate sleaze and spooky. So for the cold elemental charter, you could just make an area that's populated with monsters that ignore you. Don't actually do this. Thanks. <laughs> the cold shoulder. There's just, there's no fights. <laughs> Um, Eltrov says, Hey guys, been thinking about the donation versus subscription topic that came up a couple podcasts ago, making it fair to people who prefer occasionally giving a lump sum donation instead of the new subscription thing. Uh, would it be possible slash feasible to implement a way of tracking total dollars donated for an account? This would be the sum of any money donated directly plus X dollars every month that somebody has their subscription active. I imagine the total is only counting from January 1st, 2015 going forward to be fair to everything. This way you could set up some kind of a get a free thing once a year-ish system where passing $120 in donations would trigger a thing. Maybe bring back the traveling trader as the time traveling trader and have him KML you something um whoa no have him came you a timey wimey box that contains a random item of the month from the previous year mm, oh, no mm. huh um anyway i only started playing kol around october of last year but i've quickly fallen in love with it keep up the great work well, that is gosh, actually an interesting you. idea because that would solve the problem of accidentally incentivizing people who give us less money <laughs> well no not so much that but the um like the people who like to donate once a year feeling like they're getting shafted if they don't subscribe and yeah do you know what i mean like yeah i mean we have not yet decided to do anything right. at all to incentivize any method of donating so it's all kind of up in the air and i mean that is one of the things that we have uh, impeccable records of right because we actually have to track all of that for Real world, real world. <laughs> so, money. so yeah. I mean, it, it like that information does all already exist and is readily accessible. <clears throat> F says, Jake, I would encourage you to watch Jodorowsky's Dune if you haven't already. I'm still undecided if I would have loved his Dune movie or not, but it's a very interesting story. Keep your head in the toilet and keep reaching for the fridge. Hey, you too, <laughs> F. And you know what I'm going to reach for in the fridge when I get back to San Francisco? Is that delicious Stone Go To IPA that you bought for me for Christmas? Thanks a lot, buddy. I, I have been drinking um, some of the 60-minute IPAs, uh, and they have been awesome. Mm. So I'm drinking a go-to IPA now, but it's one that uh, my girlfriend bought me at the grocery store. Does the last couple minutes of the 60-minute IPA taste like Andy Rooney? Yes. Yes. You have, have you ever noticed that the last couple swigs of this beer kind of taste like a dead guy? <laughs> um. Yeah. Elfin says, with the chateau, I can spend five turns resting and get to level four. So OP. So awesome for a casual guy like me. Really cool item of the month and nicely hints at a future residence revamp. Yep. Yeah, we probably overdid it. We probably overdid it a little bit with those stats. But you know what is great is. (laughs) Yeah, it's only going to matter for two years. Well, three. Three. Yeah, because the January items will be there for three years. That's a little weird. (laughs) But, you know, you got to pick something and the. Cycling once a year is so much easier to keep in your head than cycling once a month. Yeah. I mean, and that was the, that's sort of the other thing that like people complaining about having to, to remember stuff. I was like, well, I mean, once a year is not a huge ask. I feel like in that regard, right? Like you, you always had to figure stuff out every month anyway, like based on like what the new item of the month did. So it's not like you weren't thinking about some stuff every month as it is and now you just have like a bigger sort of thing to think about 
annually win from like it's a little awkward this particular year but you know starting next year there won't be a current challenge path to worry about yeah so you know you'll have like crimbo to make that transition figure out what you're going to do with the new with some you you get six weeks of nothing's in particular going on to do some new standard runs yeah to get get that to get that new gear if you want it yeah and if you don't then you can do it at the end of the year right before crimbo like you know like i feel like I feel like this is a good system. I think we have arrived at a thing that like is a good amount of work for us. Like it has a break for the challenge path at a good time so that yeah. we can focus on Crimbo and stuff. Like it's um I think it is it is a really solid um system moving forward and you know, it it sucks that that people have gotten attached to incarnations of it along the way that yeah. like just aren't while we were good. Le- while we were learning. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be nice to not have to do that challenge path, because <laughs> then that energy can just be spent getting Christmas done earlier. Yeah, and, and the, maybe fam- getting and the familiar the familiars of the, year. of the year done on time. Yep. God, That's we got to come up with another one every year. I just finished. <laughs> Uh, Kuwerty says, Hi, Jake Griffin, hot stuff. I like doing Copperhead, but I also like doing the Nemesis quest for the Karma. So I'm sort of incentivized to do the pirates because you need to do the pirates to get to the Volcanic Island. So here's my proposition make it so you can fly to the Volcanic Island with the Red Zeppelin. Thanks for the awesome <laughs> game. This is from my multi because Mafia keeps logging me out. Let's make it so you have to get to the island via the Zeppelin. <laughs> um, I, you know, we need to, there definitely needs to be some other way to get to the Nemesis Island than just that old world event that's a that's a question actually are you going Adventure to go back through the nemesis stuff to bring it up to, to yeah i think yeah, that that's I a figured, lot of what riff should, should do this year yeah. is yeah. okay is do because those things they're showing their age yeah you know and it was weird like jim on video games hot dog talking about running into a puzzle he couldn't solve i was like do we still have those <laughs> puzzles yeah and yeah, we do. Because people the, don't necessarily think about the guild stuff as being like we know what the main line of quests are, but like a yeah, but they, to a, to just, the player, it's it's just, just a quest that somebody yeah, gets, it's right? just like, all it's not, all sort and of none of them none of them are tracked and and like yeah, eh, I don't know. I, I I think that Riff can make new stuff that is in the idiom of the modern game without being too sad, don't you think? <laughs> I give it a shot. <laughs> You know, just designing stuff with the crest, the crest twacker, uh, new from Colgate, uh, <laughs> designing stuff with the quest tracker in mind. Yeah. That. Just makes it clearer. Yeah. Right. And then hiding Easter eggy puzzles in it is fine, right. but they should not be required to progress. I right. think is just general. Oh, I mean, I think my general thinking at the time was that. Since the Nemesis quest is not required to progress, then nothing right. in it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah. It's, making, just, it's just the the question of like respecting the fact that yeah. the player doesn't necessarily know that. Yeah. And yeah. like making it, making some super suboptimal way to complete something that if you figure out the the shortcut, you feel really. Yeah, I feel like that's way. that's definitely a much kinder way to do things or for the nemesis recently for the nemesis stuff i mean those don't need to be optimizable for speed right like those could be optimizable for goodies Mm -hmm. if you figure out sure right because speed speed feels good though because 
that just translates to just having more resources to uh, do other yeah. stuff. You know, if if it became a question about whether or it would be optimal like, to do, do it in a run. slow for goodies or fast for speed kind of thing. Well, but I mean, the speed has to, to mean something or there's no point, right? Like, let me, let me rephrase. Like, doing it fast has to result in something tangible or else you would just, do, you would always just do it slow because if you're going to do it at all, right? Or... What? What? I mean, <laughs> well, so like th- th- there's a reward at the end, right? So uh-huh. unless you can get it real fast, um, why wouldn't you also then try to collect the goodies along the way and go slow unless there's like some ad- well, like additional sort of. Oh, no, I'm not saying reward you for going slow. I'm saying you can. This quest takes, say, 25 turns to get mm-hmm. through the cave, 25 ish turns. And if you're just clicking, you'll get through the cave and then fight the guy. And if you know all the clever tricks, you'll get through the cave, get a cool scarf and 4,000 meat and Mm. fight the guy. Right. Right. Like, right. Um, uh, Han Decordionic Bond James Blunt says, hey, so what are some weird slash funny slash ridiculous usernames that stand out to you over the years? Um, I don't remember. There was all oh, the good. There was Bob Hope's, Bob Hope's lesbian, lesbian golf cart. That there's, was probably there's Wiley Quixote. Yeah, Wiley Quixote was a good one. That was yeah. a really good one. Um, those are my. Those are those are the two ones that I remember. I guess they're my two favorites because I remember them. Uh, King Bobson says, so you're done with the level 11 quest revamp, except for one thing: the diary. Is that ever going to change, or will it forever be a meaningless pile of outdated knowledge? I updated all of the pages of it when things changed yeah i think it's been is yeah, it possible like, that the the browser cache is just really really no <laughs> because i also changed the names of the images and okay. so because I, I was saving the old ones um on the server if you can point to stuff that's actually specifically outdated in the diary then i'd like you to <laughs> um Hamfish says, I mean, damned fish. January is not too early. There is currently no option to sort equipment by plus substats for monsters. Anyway, that could become a possibility. Yes. I think that's just a normal enchantment that can be sorted by. Although, it's kind of a set of enchantments, it's right? Like there are four different ones, yeah. But that could, is a you could thing, group them right? All. Sets, yeah, there are groupings already in that. That's a feature. Miguelia says, are the old tower monsters gone forever? I missed two factoids from El Diablo, and I don't think I can keep playing knowing I'll never get them. Uh, no, we'll figure out some way to have those guys accessible somehow. There could just be another tower somewhere. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we could put them in uh, Fransworthy's basement. Oh, uh, St. Intergalactic says, tower. can the choices in the new maze have the one next to them so that we know each one uses an adventure? I mean, I know now, but I didn't realize I was using adventures until after a few choices. Yeah. That would be friendly. Uh, Brownout says, I just want to say I really friggin' love the mortization of the Naughty Sorceress quest. A healthy dose of torment on top of some fancy new content has made me a happy camper indeed. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Everybody likes a floating talking skull. Uh, Deadnet says, got anything planned for April 1st yet? Because it'd be kind of funny if... And then he suggests a thing that I'm not going to read out loud. F says, the key door in the new tower is such an improvement I could kiss Riff. <laughs> and he also says, I'd like to compliment Jick's art for Seanery the Con Man. Spot on, sir. <laughs> As so Andorra... 
Mm-hmm. Wasn't talking about the the door. Um, the decision to have it consume keys is kind of a major uh, design departure. That that definitely gives us room to um, add add the ability to get some more dungeon tokens. Dungeon or tokens, yeah, keys in it, some other way or something. I really didn't like. It was time for the wand to not be a thing <laughs> that was super important anymore. It's cool, and it was always meant to just be a cool, goofy thing. Although I guess it was. It slowly became a tool that we sort of used to help people mitigate RNG, which is fun yeah. and fine. But, yeah, I don't know. And I guess I revamped the Dungeons of Doom fairly recently. I mean, it was since we started working on Word Realms, so it was only at least... It was less than half the, life, the, the lifetime <laughs> of the game ago. Uh, as Andorra says, can messages from Lady Spooky Raven and the Loathing Postal Service be moved to the correspondence tab like Eudora's? Also, thank you for the announcement. Oh, well, thank you for doing that standard run so fast. That, uh, uh, I read an article today talking about Back to the Future and the, the, the notion that we are now as far away from Back to the Future as they yeah. were away from when, like, to the time period that they went back to, like, live in the sort of idyllic past is kind of amazing. Well, that was true several years ago, though, right? Like... No, it was, it was 85 going back to 55, and it's 2.15 now going back to 85. 30 years in either direction. Huh. I thought for some reason that we had already crossed that threshold. Probably because so many people... Uh, that, have, no, doing that joke... No, that joke thing was about the future date. Right, which was right? 30 but years Was it just exactly 30 years into... Yeah. Yeah, hmm. Oh, well. Uh, Marlon Shakespeare says, hey, guys, this was my first Crimbo as an experienced player. I really had fun playing. Thanks for that. In the podcast, you've been talking about eliminating one or possibly two special challenge paths, the ones that are intentionally annoying, like slow and steady slash picky. Instead, why don't you resurrect one of the old special challenge paths with the usual karma bonus to motivate new players to explore them? Personally, I won't usually try them unless my clan has a contest about them. Cheers. You know, we had talked about, like, occasionally running a sort of official contest in an old path. Hmm. I could see doing like like a week or two when nothing else is going on being like, Hey, for these next two weeks, you know, there's a prize for another, if you start a a hardcore oxy run now, there'll be a, you know, something and maybe they're just path commendations, but right. But there could be old challenge paths. They could be whatever. Oh, God. Green in 72 says, Dear Jake, do not open until Crimbo boxes are still available. Thank you again for enabling us clubby hearts with torture packages. <laughs> <laughs> are they still still available? Uh, no, I removed it. Okay. That's funny. The The fact that if you forget to open it when the window of opportunity is there, it locks off again, right? Like for another 11 months or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, those are those run. Uh, those are based on the date. Somehow, there's some clever trickery that that knows. Uh, Industrial Punk says, "I love the new non-combat action bars, uh, custom macro buttons, but don't like how it spams the new events window when you click back onto the main map. Would it be possible to add a silent checkbox or something so that it doesn't send all those clicks to the events?" Huh. I have not encountered that. I guess I've never used any custom macros on the non-combat action bar. Hmm. 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 
Three Left Feet says, I have three characters, but I find that I usually only have time to regularly play two of them. I would pay for a Mr. Store item for multiple Mr. A's that would erase the character I don't play and send all the gear and meat from the erased character to one of my other characters. Ever thought about implementing such a thing? Wow, what a weird... Hmm. So that would be like that's like just sort of dangerous. sanctioned sanctioned multi abuse. Well, uh, euthanization of yeah. uh, of an account Maybe or something. Somebody, I don't know. That seems like that seems like a good way to uh, destroy your brother or somebody whose computer that you happen to get their password from or something. Yeah, and their yeah. and also their credit card. Yeah, makes you could just send them a mystery from your own account. Yeah, no, I don't. It generally. We very early on removed the ability to delete accounts specifically because of the security issues. Ah, man. And then I can say that with a straight face while also yelling at the stamps.com guy because you can't cancel a fucking stamps. Hey, let's let's be the one podcast that advises you not to use (laughs) stamps.com. Actually, that's a good point. Like stamps.com. It, it might be convenient or whatever, but like they don't talk about their $25 a month fee and like how difficult it is to do something like change your account if you want to shut yeah. it down. Yeah. To, so to cancel the stamps.com account, which we did because we would otherwise have been charged $25 a month for nothing since we don't mail stuff anymore. You have to fucking call them. And I had to talk to two different people. And then when I went to cancel it, the guy like tried to sell me on sticking with it. And I it was just like, cancel the goddamn service right now. Mm-hmm. It is so sketchy that I even have to talk to anybody to do this. Cancel it. And huh. then, well, sir, there's no reason to cuss. <laughs> You're right, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. Um, to each of you, says Glebes, what monster would be the funniest to put on the wall of the chateau? His answer is a painting of the really interesting wallpaper. Huh. Um, a lot I of people put, have been doing the the writing desk, which they think is pretty cute. All right, because it's just a desk next to it. It was like this is what a desk looked like five years ago, <laughs> right? Um, that it was weird. Is the desk in the room doesn't ever age? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cool Easter egg if you could just if you had that on the wall, you could just use the desk item over and over and over again without just juice keeps disappearing from the painting. <laughs> Uh, I did a last couple of revisions to the the one extra little thing that that. Room oh was right, do. yeah. So no, we need that third. I the think, third I think desk item is yep. still, still won't be totally perfect, but it'll be good enough. I think. Um, I don't know. I I have a senile lich on mine because that was the first monster I encountered when I was testing it. <laughs> so when I go into the chateau, which I do never because I have no reason to do it, I see a senile lich. So that's the funniest for me. Hmm. Urge to stare at your hands, maybe. It'd be pretty good. It would just be like a face. There's some eyes in the wall. It would it would look like a blank painting with eye holes cut in it so somebody could spy on you from <laughs> behind the wall. <laughs> like, you really should have painted a guy on here if you wanted that to be convincing. <laughs> has that, in the history of the world, has anyone ever done that? In such a way that it would not be immediately obvious? The thing is, I think it would not be obvious if you were at any kind of distance from the painting. Yeah. You know? If it was like a painting, if if it was actually like a big old mansion and it's one of those big paintings that's way up high on the wall. And on a wall with 40 other paintings. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. And if you if you had some sort of a if you had some eyes painted on a little trap door behind it right. so that it wasn't <laughs> obvious that there were just holes in it when you weren't back there jacking off. I guess you could <laughs> cover the holes with like cheesecloth that you can oh, see yeah, through. Yeah. And so that it, it could actually look like there was something there. <laughs> it would just it would just look like the guy was half B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, really, the holes wouldn't need to be as big as the whole eyes. They could. Oh, they could just be the just pupils, be pinholes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then you probably wouldn't notice it at all. Yeah, that's a good point. Except they'd see your candle. I'm assuming you're using a candle back there. Sure, probably. Or they would just assume it's like a Harry Potter painting, which is just apparently a copy of someone's soul trapped in a painting. <laughs> like, Harry it, Potter universe is kind of some weird. really fucked up insinuations yeah. of a lot of the stuff that's depicted. There. Is it a copy or is it like, is that just where ghosts live? Well, there are paintings of people that are alive, right? Oh, are because there? there are, yeah. Cause there are photographs. Yeah. In the, the, there fo- are the newspaper photographs, photographs that you talk to guys way. in newspaper photographs. Yeah. But, <laughs> I thought you could only just watch people move. I didn't, I thought they were just like animated print photographs. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. I don't remember if the lady that they had to talk to on the painting to get into Gryffindor Tower was a person who had been alive, or was that just a painting of a person? And if you just paint a person, have you created a soul? Have you created a, a consciousness of like, do the wizards crack AI like when they invented paint? <laughs> Art uh, wizards. JB93 says, is there going to be a Twitch event in February? Yeah. Um, man, we've fucked up and now there's no there hasn't been a vote on what the next one should be i guess what i could do is i could implement my voting system that i was gonna do because that'd be like a couple hours you you could just do what you were gonna do before and it would be kind of funny (laughs) yeah okay that's a pretty good point okay (laughs) yeah so i'll do that in february okay all right so you're on the hook to help me with that that's fine because it's got to be prepared ahead of time. Yep. Uh, unlike the others, it kind of has to be prepared ahead of time. Um, Owen09 says, hey, guys, Crimbo was good this year. Thanks for making great content. I didn't notice any trivial update about the mist slowly closing in on Crimbo Town. I didn't play for a few days in late December, early January, so maybe I missed something referring to that. No worries, though. I managed to get all the goodies from the vending machine. I think we did announce it the day before, at least. Um, after all the talk last year about making a more mobile-friendly version of the game or app, you delivered a very good mobile-friendly version of the game that I was able to use while on vacation during Crimbo. Oh, awesome. Hey. Good. My question is, when are you going to make a console version? Come on, guys. Think of the user base you could get from Xbox and PlayStation. Also, maybe we? Uh, Steve 56 says, is there a plan to make the KOL store merchandise available through some other outlet? I had my last order messed up because of international shipping and then refunded because of miscommunication. I was really looking forward to my purchases. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. All I got was an email saying to refund it because we never got your international shipping. But I think what happened is that you just sent it, but then didn't tell anyone. And so we didn't. Oh, shit. We didn't know that that specific transaction was attached to that other specific previous transaction. The the PayPal log is just a nightmare. Yeah, the merch stuff comes into the same PayPal account that all the donations come into. And so, like, a single $10 transaction is just going to get lost in the noise. Um, That, I I apologize, uh, Steve-O, for that. And I, you know, sorry. (laughs) We have every intent of finding somebody. It's just a question of whether we'll find somebody who's willing to do it given the relatively small volume of stuff that is shipped out. Although, you know, if somebody else is doing fulfillment, we can come up with all kinds of new products. Yeah. And maybe sell more stuff. I mean, if all we have to do is say, Hey, make this, here's the art. Right. Um, 
you know, and they could even do it where they have to get a certain number of pre-orders before they'll actually make something or whatever. Sure. And that would be fine. I you mean, know, if, we could maybe if we can find somebody in the next month, we could do a shirt for the next challenge path because I bet a lot of people would buy that in the same way that a lot of people bought the Bone Star shirts. And if we didn't have to make them. Right. Uh, That's true. Uh, Shamu says, I have a few things to say. One, thanks for fixing the lag. It's such a nicer experience to play the game now. Yeah, man. And that's frustrating. something wrong with the secondary database server. Hmm. Um, we did a thing that was supposed to be faster. And in all of our pri- prior experience, previous is what I was going to say, um, did make things faster. But I think we've hit some sort of like memory limit on InnoDB tables or something because it just made it so updates that were taking a second or two were taking five or six seconds. And that's true even in an empty copy of the same table. Um, And so changing it back to the slow data format made it way faster. And I mean, we also just like, I mean, I think in the future, everyone's going to want slow data, like artisanal data. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's a slow queries, you know, you'll click and then like, "Eh, we'll get back to you. We'll send you a postcard. (laughs) <laughs> Two, the new Naughty Sorcerer's Tower is great. I haven't taken the time to play it yet. From, from what I've heard, there's a lot of really nice touches to streamline the experience without it feeling arbitrary like the wall of meat slowly falling apart as you take meat from it if you don't destroy it in one blow. Yeah, no, I was pretty happy with that. I was happy with those walls, actually, because yeah. they've got clever ways that you can kill them without getting the item. Right. I can understand people's frustration about trying to get the boning knife while they're in the tower or while they're in the castle Right, sorry, before they get to the tower. Right. Um, because, yeah, it's real unlikely that you're just going to accidentally stumble into it. And I might make that something that you have a little more control over. Because we didn't, we knew that nobody who would complain about randomness was ever going to be spending any time on the middle floor of the castle. So we didn't really put in any tricks in there the way that we did in some of the other floors, like shortcuts between the rooms and stuff. Um. Three, Crimbo. Thanks for hosting another awesome Crimbo event. What was the most satisfying aspect of it to each of you guys? Uh, only positive stuff. I'm sure other people will bring up the mining oil slash oily legs thing. Um, I really liked the way the robot game turned out. Yeah. That, the fact that I was able to very quickly get Chris to implement the like moving camera thing that, right. hey, I finally gave people motion sickness. We're a real video game. <laughs> Um, that the whole, like looking through the eyes of the robot and having that move around was like a couple hours work, but I think it made it feel so much crunchier. (laughs) Um, and that was really satisfying to me. I thought it was the, all the gift hiding everywhere was really, really cool. Those were cool. Those are fun. Those little locations were fun to write. And now we just have them for. Yeah. Oyster eggs. Unless that didn't work. I saw some bug reports that were like, you find an oyster egg in array. (laughs) Oh, you know, array. Array. (laughs) I got an egg for you. Array. I found an egg. (laughs) Um, Yatsufusa says, good evening, gentlemen. I probably dislike the term type 69 almost as much as Jick and I am not alone. I believe that if you gave it an official name, people would call it that. Would you please give that mechanic an official name and maybe a help text in the Ascension fact? I mean, every place that we've referred to it, we've referred to it as standard restrictions. Um, yep. The, that's that's we, our name for it is just the standard restrictions. Standard restrictions. We argued about this in dev a lot. I don't believe that it as a concept really 
is a thing that makes sense for us to name and talk about because mostly the purpose of the name is to give people a nail to hang their complaints on. <laughs> but they're, they're clearly, sta- I'm standard about it complaints. In a way that, yeah, they are standard <laughs> complaints. Um, you know, it was just Chris's dumb joke calling it type 69.php, which it's not anymore. It's called standard.php now. <laughs> um, uh, Phil says, hi, Asim. Would it be possible to allow us to remove items from the hotel room without replacing them? Uh, I'm getting far too many substats from resting. It ended up that I still only had five mysticality and moxie when I was halfway through level five, making a lot of my quests impossible due to equipment requirements. Either way, cheers. You know, those things are pretty cheap, right? Like you could fix that by swapping out which ones you get right um but yeah i can i don't know where that would go in the interface i forget what happens if you click on it maybe it just describes it i could see letting you do that um Dryana says, hey there, love the game. Don't loathe you guys. Is there any way to show off that I just completed a bad moon run in the most recent Ascensions list? If it's too fiddly, no problem. Thanks for your time. I'll just announce it on the forums or holler in clan or tag the graffiti wall or randomly tell passers by in the grocery store or something. I just finished a big old long BM. God, I'm glad it's finally over. Took me 16 days. (laughs) Huh. I guess the Ascension thing probably is listing bad moon runs as just hardcore runs. So Hmm. I should... Right. I think it's got Fix. like a little icon for Bad Moon. Well, the history does. Yeah. But, but the, the, most the new thing the new thing that I wrote oh. because Bad Moon is all fucked up and it's a moon sign instead of That's why Bad Moon Aftercore is a nightmare. Because there's no such thing as a aftercore for a sign. Yeah. Aftercore is after your path and it always has been. Um bleh. How many Crimbo credits were generated through last Crimbo? Thanks for Crimbo says Extint. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I could probably reconstruct that. I bet it was like a jillion. Jillion, yeah. Brazilian. Uh, the amazing Mr. Tupith says, can we please have some Manuel avatar potions from some of the guys waiting in line at the base of the naughty sorcerer's tower? Pretty please. There's nothing I want more in this game than to look like a macho man or a smooth criminal. Um, I am sure that a lot of those guys will get Manuel potions. I when forget hot when stuff does I another do bat. that. <laughs> like, it's just sort of once-ish a year, right? I don't know yeah. that there's exactly a tradition. There isn't. Yeah. I feel like when, well, when nothing else is going on. Guys, we've answered a lot of questions here, and I'm getting real hungry. Okay. Maybe we could go to dinner and then come back and record a video game's hot dob. Hot, hot dob. dob. Gob chock. They call a video game's hot dob. <laughs> Are you pronunciation book? Yes. Is a pronunciation guide? <laughs> One of those two. Man, I wish that had been some kind of crazy arg for some. <laughs> like that should have been the arg for like the return of Homestar Runner. Oh man. Um, guys, thanks a lot for listening to the Kingdom of Loathing podcast, and uh, I'm looking forward to a new year of recording them more uh, regularly than we have for the last month or so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, don't let our uh, our holiday frailty. Convince you that we're not going to do this regularly. Got another one coming at you this coming week, eh? The week? Week. <laughs> so that'll that'll happen just totally regularly. In between now and the next one, I'm going to that arcade expo in Banning. Um, so that'll be fun. And welcome to Banning. I keep wanting to take pictures of a sign that says welcome to Banning so I can show it to people when I ban them. <laughs> um, but I never did it. Uh, and then in between that show and the next show, we're having like a 
cool board game party. Gosh. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to play a lot of board games and then talk a lot about board games on Board Games Hot Dog, yep. which is a podcast we're not actually going to start. <laughs> Thank God. Um, anyway, uh, we, hope to, we hope to see you next week uh, for another episode of the Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great week, everybody. Okay.